Hey everyone, welcome to the Real as Yates podcast. We are your hosts, Paige Yates and Taylor Yates. And in this podcast, we share with you everything we know about real estate, greater Boston, and life. And in case you're wondering, yes, we are in fact related. We are a top producing mother-son real estate agent team where we lead, surprise, the Yates team. Episode six. So Paige, how you doing? Anything fun lately? Good. I actually went to a great restaurant that I've been hearing about, but was really good, called Buttercup in Natick. Mm -hmm. Easy to get to. The whole ambience of the restaurant was very cool. Exposed brick walls, kind of tall ceilings, and really great food. So if anybody is looking for a place around that area, it's well worth going. What kind of food? It had lots of homemade pastas. Mm. It had fish. I had something short ribs with pasta, and it was just delicious. Awesome. Fish tacos. You had pasta with short ribs on top? That sounds awesome. And then I was with friends, and they had fish tacos that they said were incredible. So, highly recommended. Got it. So, Buttercup in Natick. And for people who are not familiar with that area, Natick is kind of a retail hub for a lot of the surrounding towns. So, I grew up in Weston. Me and my siblings would go to Natick a lot because it was close by and just had like a lot of things to to go to. And the same thing, Wellesley, you know, they've got a little bit more of their own retail, but still, it, you know, Natick is a, a pretty nice, convenient location for that. And certainly Wayland is another really, really nice town that has great access to, to what Natick has to offer. Correct. Awesome. So this month, again, we are talking about loving where you live. And this week, that means how do you integrate local art into your home design? So maybe we can start off by talking about what we mean when we say incorporating local art into our homes. Because I I personally think that can mean a couple of things. Number one, it could just mean sourcing art from local artists and supporting your local art community. That is a perfectly, you know, that, that can be a really interesting and life-giving and community-contributing way to incorporate art. The other thing, though, that I think is really important is like creating sense of your location through the art that you decorate your house with. So like picking stuff that it might not even be from a local artist, but it just looks like it is because it's got that look. But I don't know, Paige, do you have any other thoughts on, on what that means to incorporate local art? I think everybody's got a style. Right. Mm -hmm. And a house gives you kind of a framework to start in there. Historically, we came from a very traditional environment in the New England area with colonials and capes. And more and more, we're seeing people building contemporaries with walls of glass and kind of big open spaces. And I think one of the things that has made those good is that they typically have great art because glass and white walls can be somewhat cold in a in a New England climate. Right. But bold contemporary art or great pieces of sculpture can warm those spaces up and make them much feel much more intimate Mm -hmm. than just walking into a room of glass, white walls minimalistic furniture. I think the art is really sets the stage for different rooms and different spaces. Yeah. I one of the houses that I looked at with a client 
was very contemporary, but they'd put beside the fireplace what looked like kind of contemporary bookshelves. And those bookshelves were to obviously source art, be Mm -hmm, a source mm -hmm. for a place for art, whether it's cool vases or glass or pieces, small pictures. Mm -hmm. But I think that that can be a very valuable asset to warming up homes. Right. Yeah. And especially, I mean, those contemporaries, they are designed as a canvas, right? They are designed with, where the home provides minimal features so that you can have you can create those features with your with your art and decor. So in New England, I think we also have this, we're, we're really into this coastal look, right? Mm-hmm. Like you go into a lot of homes and you see a painting of like a sailing ship, even if that family has never been on the water in their lives, right? Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the look, right? And I think where it can really, uh, where local art can really make a difference in your home is when you have a home in a destination, right? So we, you know, last year, we sold a house on Nantucket and the, um, you know, is, is decorated with a lot of local art. If you've been to Nantucket, you'll see a lot of like bleached seashells. You'll see a lot of like sort of salt stained wood and a lot of uh, whale, a lot of whale motifs because Nantucket used to be one of the whaling capitals of the world. And again, nobody in Nantucket whales anymore, but it's still part of the local art scene. And it, it helps when you, add that into your house to create the sense of like, I am on Nantucket. Like you're, you're bringing the location into the home, which can be really important, especially in a rental property where that's what people are doing. Like very few people start their vacation rental process by saying, let me look at the inside of the house, right? They say, I'm going to pick my destination. And if your house screams that destination, you create more interest in your home. Yeah, I, and I think the house that you mentioned when we were talking about on Nantucket had a very specific piece of artwork that they had found from a local artist, mm-hmm. which was a gentleman who finds old pieces of wood and carves mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from these, uh, you know, obscure pieces of wood. And he had carved this magnificent whale's tail that was kind of a focal point mm-hmm. in this home living area. Yeah. and. As you said, it kind of screamed Nantucket, you know, yeah. whale motif. I think the coastal feel, the blues and whites and fish and whales, we see a lot of that. And equally so, I think if you're in New England and you look at homes, say, in New Hampshire and Vermont, you might find people that have gone arts and crafts because mm-hmm. they might be building homes that are beams, yeah. beam-style homes. And they have, they go someplace and collect old arts and crafts pieces from that have been in old homes around the area. And you might find an old checkerboard that people mm-hmm. hang on a wall and use that as a more like a, a painting than actually a board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people find old pieces and they integrate that into the style of home they have. And I think we see a variety of those here because we have so many different styles. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I, I love that whale tail piece you mentioned. I, I always think of when I, because I think that story behind that piece was a tree had fallen in like a nor'easter. And this guy recovered that piece of wood, seasoned it or something, and then 
and then carve out the whale cell. And I was always, when I heard that story, I was like, that's like the origin story for a magical item in a movie, right? It's like like an ancient tree cast down in the maelstrom and the the master craftsman turned it into the Leviathan. Yeah, you know? <laughs> like yeah. something, it just sounded so epic when I heard that story. But let's talk a little bit about, like, do you think, do you think local art impacts the resale value of your home or the, or the the price that you get for your home when you bring it to market? So I think there are two ways that you look at artwork. The seller has used it as a tool to invite you into their home and for you to fall in love with their home. When buyers fall in love with a home that they particularly fall in love with the artwork, part of the problem is the artwork leaves. Yeah. And sometimes it's really hard to duplicate the vibe mm-hmm. that was that was brought by the previous sellers. Yeah. So I think local artwork or artwork that's kind of conducive to the style of the home. Because in Vermont, it might be different because it's more rustic. Mm-hmm. Coastal areas, it's going to be different because it might be a lot more oriented to ocean, mm-hmm. whales, fishing pictures, mm-hmm. you know. And then here in New, in the Boston area, you've just got different styles. So the traditional people that are buying the traditional colonials may pick up art pieces, but they're not going to be like what you'd find in the coastal area or Vermont right. or even in a contemporary. Yeah. But some people try to bring both, right, to merge different styles. And the inside of a house can oftentimes feel contemporary right. with artwork and local artists. And they're actually, they're actually people in business that if you're looking for art, you can hire them and they'll find local artists for you Oh, uh, in the Boston area. Right. So right. they're, um, they run a little company. And so it's nice that they can take you where your style might lead you right. to a young artist here and maybe in Cambridge or in Somerville or something that, that's yeah. kind of working on something. So I think art's very personal. And I think houses reflect a lot of the owner's personality mm-hmm. in the art and the furnishings. And I think it's oftentimes very much uh, related to the style of the house and the location of the house. Right. You know, I'll go out on a limb here and I'll say it probably doesn't impact your sale price very much any more than like just your your regular staging would, right? Like staging, I, I think that it's definitely, that definitely makes a difference. The one time when I thought it it really made a difference, I went to a house I mean, it was being sold by somebody who runs like a decor blog. Like some, I had never heard of her, but she has a very strong following and she was selling her home. And obviously this thing was done up to the nines, right? But, you know, again, part of the role of the agent is to explain to the buyer what you just said, which is the art goes with the seller, mm-hmm. right? And so when we walked out of there, you know, we all liked it. But I was like, look, do we like it if it didn't have any of that art or decor in there, right? And the answer was no. We are like, it's actually a pretty average. Correct. So like less than average house. So again, importance of having an agent who looks at houses all day to help you with understanding exactly what's like behind the curtain, what you need to think about when, you know, on when you're actually 
buying the house. I also think if the question is, does art add value to your home? Mm -hmm. I would say to you that a piece of art that you may have paid a lot of money for doesn't add value directly to your house. Mm -hmm. But how you've placed that inside the decor and the cool curtains or the cool position of the art piece definitely helps you get top dollar because Mm -hmm. the house looks complete. Yeah. Because art is kind of the final touch. Yes. After you've done furniture, curtains, blinds, whatever it is that you're doing. I would say it's not a a factor in increasing the price, but the overall aesthetics of the of the room is. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back with uh, some jokes and some questions from the audience. Did you know that Paige and I aren't just your favorite real estate podcast hosts? We're also pretty darn good at our day jobs too. With over 30 years experience and $1 billion sold in greater Boston, we're real estate agents you can trust. If you're buying or selling a home, reach out to us at contact at yatesboston.com today. All right, Paige, why did the house call a doctor? It was under the weather. I don't know. It was sick. (laughs) (laughs) Close. He had window pain. Okay, there you go. (laughs) All right. Question from the audience here. How do you strike the right balance between showcasing art and making sure the property still feels like a home during showings? I love this question because you and I have both been in houses where they're basically an art gallery. And it, um, you know, it's like, it is so awesome to be in those places because I love art. I love going to the MFA. I love going to the ICA. But, you know, for a buyer, it can be kind of overwhelming. Like it can kind of it can kind of do more harm than good. Well, I think the seller's taste in that art can run a lot of different gamuts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And somebody that has very provocative art or kind of unusual art yeah. can throw a buyer off because they're like, they don't know where to look, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or it can it can be too busy for the buyer, mm-hmm. right? There's just so much artwork in the place that they don't really see the home and aren't evaluating the home outside of the art. Right. So here's what I love. And I, I, if you are if you are in this situation, you've got a lot of art and you're like, man, I got to sell my house and I want to make sure I get top dollar. What I would do is think about a few statement pieces that make your home memorable. And everything else kind of tidy up because those few statement pieces, buyers will remember that. They'll be like, oh yeah, that was the house with this thing over the fireplace. And by the way, I also love the fireplace. And it had this thing in the kitchen, which by the way, I also love that kitchen. But you know, if you if you have like a lot of art that's sitting on like shelves or on tables or something like that, you know, take good care of that, wrap it up, and just move it out for a little bit so that people get to see your home as opposed to your art collection. Right. I once had a, a contemporary home where they had collect and lived all over the world, and they had collections from all over the yeah. world that were beautiful and yeah. awesome, but everywhere there was a part of their collection. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to see all the detail of the home because you were so intrigued by the collections and interested in pieces that were, you know, thousands of years old and they come, it was very 
I don't want to say distracting, but that's... But kind of distracting. But kind of. Yeah. You know, you want to just say, this home is beautifully done, completely renovated. It's a beautiful house. Mm-hmm. So I would just say, much like clutter, you know, artwork can be overwhelming to people. Yeah. And people just need to remove some of it so that the showcase pieces really can sell the house. Like you referenced the yeah. whale tail, yeah, yeah. which exactly. was so significant. Which like drew out the everything else you liked about the house because it was one nice statement piece. Okay, well, thank you for those awesome questions. If you're a curious cat and would like your question to be considered, you can just send us an email at contact at yatesboston.com or slide into our DMs at Yates Team Boston. That's it for this week. Be sure to tune in next week wherever you find your podcasts. If you like this, be sure to like, subscribe, and give us that five-star review. You can also find us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Yates Team Boston or on the web at yatesboston.com.